I've interviewed many successful people over the years, and one thing I find fascinating is many of them don't consider themselves business savvy. Take the owners of Tight Knit Brewing. They turn to Chase for Business for everything from banking and payment acceptance to credit cards and do all of it in one place with the Chase mobile app. And that's helped these brew-loving friends turn a passion into a business. Learn more at chaseforbusiness.com. Make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A., member FDIC. The most innovative companies are going further with T-Mobile for Business. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with AI coaching tools and 5G connected cameras. AAA is getting more drivers back on the road fast with location telematics. And the Las Vegas Grand Prix is powering race day operations with 5G connectivity, giving fans an experience at the speed they deserve. This is accelerating innovation with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at tmobile.com slash now. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. Pushkin. Soon after I got home from Toyota City, I went to a dinner party at my brother's house in Canada. My brother and his friends are all seriously musical. There were three people there who had studied music theory in college. Three accomplished pianists, a violinist. I think almost everyone except me sings in a choir. At one point, they started talking about a woman named Shirley, a music scholar who had, among other things, perfect pitch. Shirley used to have an old manual transmission car, and as she shifted up, she would call out the notes her car's engine was playing. If I was in a car with her, I could be like, your car's accelerating, what interval is this? And she could be like, E-flat, B-flat, D-flat. She could call it actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Annalie, the most serious of the serious music people at the table. She used to be a student of Shirley's. For the next 10 minutes, all people did was swap Shirley stories. She's a bit of a legend. And then I chimed in. Since we were talking about the music that engines make, I began talking about what I had learned in Japan about how Lexus fine-tuned the engine sound of its cars. And as I was talking, I looked over at Annalie. And understand that Annalie is not a car person. She drives an ancient Honda Civic that looks like it survived a tornado. I would venture to say she's never thought a moment about cars in her life, except to ask, what does that warning light mean? And yet, even as I was going on and on and on, as I like to do, about the nuances and particulars of the sound of the LC, I noticed to my surprise that Annalie's face was like, oh my, that is genius. So I thought it would make sense with this episode. 
to explain why a serious music person who's never thought a moment about cars in her life would hear about the engine note of the Lexus LC and go, oh my, that is genius. We're going to talk about Annalie and Shirley and this. From Pushkin Industries and Lexus, this is Go and See, our podcast about the fantastically neurotic world of Lexus. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. The last episode was about the building blocks of a great-sounding engine. Naturally aspirated cross-plane V8, all in surround sound. In this episode, I want to widen things out. So you've got the building blocks of a great engine sound. You've got your world-class orchestra. The Toyota City Philharmonic. What song do you want to play? After dinner, I got Annalie to give me a little tutorial. I gave her a handout I'd been given from the sound experts at Lexus, which was in technical speak that I only vaguely understood because, as I've explained, I'm a car person, not a music person. And the first thing she noticed was a sentence in the section entitled Sound Factor under the category Formats. The LC produces at least two of the three senses, including composure, solidness, and elation at resonant frequencies, with 400 hertz producing a sense of composure and 800 hertz producing a sense of elation. What does that mean? What is a resonant frequency? Annalie started talking about the game you can play with half-empty wine glasses. A wine glass is a good way to model it because you, you're hearing one note and then you hear a range other, of others kind of coming up from Should it. Should we do it? Let's, try, let's see if we can get it to work. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you tried this as a kid. So you fill them half. Uh, you, wet your- you wet your finger and run it around the rim of the glass. At first, nothing happens. Then, when the vibrations caused by your finger hit just the right level, the glass begins to sing with this full, pulsating note. That's the sound of you reaching the wine glass's resonant frequency, the point at which it vibrates most freely. You can make music from resonant frequencies. That's what singing bowls are. You have big glass bowls of various sizes, and the musician strikes them softly with a candle to get them vibrating at their resonant frequency. Anneli found a demonstration on YouTube and played it for me. So he has a a bowl that's Mm -hmm. the size of like a cooking bowl. Yep. And it's made out of... Crystal, it looks like this one is. And he has a stick. Yep. And he's just, as we were doing with the wine glasses, what he's doing is he's tracing the stick around the the lip of the bowl. Yep. And does he create a... In the beginning, what does he... Does he create a single note in the beginning and then it expands? So the way that the bowl is set up, I mean, similar to a wine glass, depending on how full the wine glass is, will create Mm -hmm. a different pitch. Same thing with how the bowl is structured, I think, Mm -hmm. how the bowl is built. So he said at the beginning, this one's in G-flat major. So there's nothing he can do to change what key we're in. So it begins in G-flat major. And then... So let's let's go back to the beginning Mm -hmm. and just play that moment again. As I start playing then uh, C over... I was doing a second bowl. 
So he, the bowl has a particular note. The mm -hmm. first one was what? G flat. G flat. So he plays it, and then as it, as the sound resonates within the bowl, mm -hmm. what you get is a range of G flats above it, so oh, going all the way up. So when now I contrast that resonance to the sound produced by an instrument like an oboe. The walls of an oboe are rigid. They don't vibrate nearly as much. When you stop playing a note on the oboe, the sound stops. Now, why does this matter? Well, remember back to that line from the Lexus sound manual. They wanted to create feelings of composure and elation. That oboe does not produce feelings of composure and elation. There you go. Oh, yeah. It's so narrow. You don't yeah. hear any other sounds. No shimmer. No resonance. If your car made that noise, mm -hmm. that's completely uninspiring. It's very yeah. unpleasant. Yeah, 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 exactly. When I was in Japan, I found out that Lexus spent five years of experimentation and iteration on the acoustics of the LC's engine. They played with the length and thickness of intake hoses, with exhaust pipes, with the calibration of the sound regulator, and on and on and on to hit particular frequencies. The idea is to tune the car with 400 hertz producing a sense of composure and 800 hertz producing a sense of elation. 400 hertz, composure. Eight hundred hertz elation. And now the whole thing together. Oh my, that is so genius. But once you get the right frequencies, you're still not done. The Lexus briefing document had another line that confused me. It was under the heading Spectral Harmony. Realizes perfect sound intervals, eight degrees and five degrees, with three or more orders of vibration. I asked Annalie once again to explain. So basically in music, I'm at a piano right now. We've got eight notes in what we call a scale. On the piano, we've got eight different white notes. And yep. these are kind of the foundations of, of piano music or any music in general, these eight different notes. And so the distance between two notes is what we call an interval. Mm -hmm. So I'm at a piano, so this is where I'm starting. This is one note away, that's the interval of a second. This is one, three notes away, it's an interval of a third. Yep. Four. So those are our kind of basic different intervals. Yeah. And so what we refer to, when we say perfect intervals, we're referring to a fifth and an eighth. Also so in that line from Lexus, realizes perfect sound intervals, eight degrees and five degrees. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. And so the reason that those, those are considered perfect intervals is because when we have two notes, they've got different frequencies. And mm -hmm. it actually has to do with the frequencies between the two pitches being, and what the ratio is. And so when you've got perfect intervals, the ratio is really small and they sound just more pleasing, more pure. What we say is more consonant. And so these, this fifth and that's this eighth, those are pure sounds. Yeah. Um, so I have an example yeah. of this, this fifth and this eighth, these perfect intervals, which I think are, are very well known. And it's from the 2001 A Space Odyssey theme. 
Yeah. So this is this is what it is. I'll play it for you. So we start with one note, and then mm -hmm. we're going to build an eighth, a perfect octave on top. Then we're going to add a fifth, and then we're going to add another octave. So here we go. So this is our bass note. Mm -hmm. That's an octave above. Yeah. That's another fifth above. Mm -hmm. That's another octave uh. above. And that's nothing to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a that's an example of a of a progression using perfect intervals. Exactly. And it's there's something incredibly stirring about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfect intervals are familiar, powerful, iconic. I mean, it's yeah. fascinating when you watch when you, sports are a super interesting example of that. Um, so, like, take me out to the ball game. Take me out. That take me is an octave. That's the perfect eighth. Mm -hmm. And so people will sing that, and they don't know anything about music. They don't know anything yeah. about intervals, but that that's just, like, natural for them. They'll be able to Wait, sing Wait, and then what's the take me out? What's the third note? That's a major sixth. Yeah. Um, which is not a which is not So you a break interval. the perfect interval. You begin exactly. with the perfect interval, yeah. and then you break it. You come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which exactly. gives the song, presumably makes it interesting. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, it'd be boring if all the music we listened to sounded like Space yeah. Odyssey yeah. themes, yeah. right? Worth no... Worth oh, I see, but, but at the heart of that icon that iconic beginning right. is they are referencing this perfect mm -hmm. interval. Yeah, same yeah. with Somewhere Over a Rainbow. Somewhere, that's an octave, yeah. and then it goes down, over a rainbow, we, go, yeah. we get out of it. Yeah. But that, that perfect octave is the base of lots of our music. But not all intervals are perfect. If you don't sweat the details, you can have a lousy interval. I want you to give me an example of something that doesn't work. Like using the same, the same uh, Space Odyssey. From, uh, do, do, do. Uh -huh. Can you do uh, something with similar yeah, spacing which you know okay. doesn't work? <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's way different. It doesn't work at all. It's like totally different. Now, I think you see the point of all of this. The sound of an engine under acceleration is an interval. Now, does anyone care what their food processor sounds like when it speeds up from low to medium to high? No, a food processor is an appliance. But to the car nuts at Lexus, a car is not an appliance. It's a living, breathing piece of mechanical art that exists to bring pleasure to the driver. You start with what the driver wants, and you work backwards. And what does the driver want in his or her heart from that glorious, naturally aspirated cross-plane V8? A perfect acceleration interval. Composure. Elation. That's why Annalise Face said, that is so genius, when I brought up the sound of the LC at the dinner party. Realizes perfect sound intervals, eight degrees and five degrees, with three or more orders of vibration. Musica Universalis. It's totally pleasurable. I can only imagine how satisfying it would be to be in a car that, as it as it revs up and gets fa you know faster, is making these perfectly pleasing intervals that everyone wants to listen to. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's, <laughs> it's, it's totally yeah. wild. Yeah. 
And I mean, so many people aren't aware of it, but like I was mentioning this piano teacher I had that, you know, as a car is, as her car is revving up, she's aware of what the intervals are. Like 99.9% .9 of the population doesn't care, but for people who notice it, it's fantastic. It's totally Did she fascinating. call out the interval? Wait, what's the name of your teacher again? Shirley. Shirley. So <laughs> Lexus says, please, Shirley. She will love this. <laughs> we, Lexus needs to get Shirley a Lexus LC. <laughs> right. <I think. laughs> Shirley, wherever you are, you need to get yourself a Lexus. Go and See is produced by Jacob Smith with Emily Rostek and Carly Migliori. Edited by Julia Barton. Evan Viola composed our theme music and mixed and mastered our episodes. Special thanks to Jacob Weisberg, Head of Fame, Paul Williamson, the Mark Levinson engineers, and all the Lexus executives, engineers, and designers who participated in our recordings. Go and See is a production of Lexus and Pushkin Industries. I'm Malcolm Gladwell. The tradition of breaking tradition continues with the return of the unconventional awards from T-Mobile for Business at Mobile World Congress. This is an event that celebrates innovators whose bold actions took their industries to new places. If that sounds like you, and you're a T-Mobile for Business customer, enter today. If you win, you'll be publicly honored amongst some of the most influential leaders in industry. And me, I'll be there too. Enter now at tmobile.com slash unconventional awards. See you there. Musora is your access to online music lessons for guitar, piano, drums, and singing. You know, I love music, but I haven't picked up an instrument in years. You know why? I tell myself, I don't have time. Where am I going to find a teacher? Well, there's an answer. Musora. Musora is the place where you can learn essential skills and techniques with more than a hundred of the world's best teachers and musicians and thousands of famous songs. You get seven days totally free to try it out. And then it's just $30 per month, less than a single private lesson. Just go to musora.com, M-U-S-O-R-A.com to start a new musical journey today. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.